rapid and reversible optogenic silencing of synaptic transmission by clustering of synaptic vesicles. An article by Dennis Vetketter, Alexander Gottschlank and others from Goethe University, Frankfurt, Germany. Nature Communications, 2022. Accurately silencing specific neurons informs about their functional roles in circuits and behavior. Existing optogenic silencers include ion pumps, channels, metabotropic receptors, and tools that damage the neurotransmitter release machinery. Why the former hyperpolarized the cell ultionic gradients or cell biochemistry, the latter allow only slow recovery, requiring de novo synthesis. Thus, tools combining fast activation and reversibility are needed. Here we use light evoked homo-oligomerization of cryptochrome CRY2 to silence synaptic transmission by clustering synaptic vesicles SVs. We benchmark this tool OptoSync in C. elegans, zebrafish and murine hippocampal neurons, OptoSync clusters SVs observable by electron microscopy. Locomotion silencing occurs with tau on circa 7.2 seconds and recovers with tau off circa 6.5 minutes after light off. Optosync can inhibit exocytosis for several hours at very low light intensities, does not affect ion currents, biochemistry or synaptic proteins and may further allow manipulating different SV poles and the transfer of SVs between them. Neurons are specialized cells that transmit intercellular information by electrical and chemical signals. In terminals of chemical synapses, three kinds of synaptic vesicles, SP poles, are distinguished. Reserve pole, RP, readily releasable pole, RRP, and recycling pole. New synaptic vesicles filled with transmitter reside in the reserve pole. During the synaptic cycle, synaptic vesicles can be recruited from the reserve pool to active zone plasma membrane, PM. Following arrival of an action potential, AP calcium enters the terminal by voltage-gated calcium channels, VGCCs, which triggers synaptic vesicles fusion with the plasma membrane, facilitated by snare proteins and leading to release of neurotransmitters into the synaptic cleft. Current models describe the processes underlying chemical synaptic transmission by the steps of synaptic vesicle docking, priming and fusion exocytosis. Some synaptic vesicles proteins remain clustered in the plasma membrane, thus facilitating the recycling by ultra-fast endocytosis. The formation of new synaptic vesicles from synaptic endosomes and their refilling with neurotransmitters within the RP concludes the synaptic vesicle cycle. To study nervous system function and underlying molecular and cellular processes, the ability to modulate neural activity is instrumental. Ideally, methods allowing such modulation reversibly are applicable in intact animals. A major development in this context are techniques to influence neural activity with light subsumed under the term optogenetics. Light-responsive proteins are expressed 
in cells to affect their physiology in various ways. The first optogenetic protein used was Chlamydodormans channelrhodopsin 2 CHR2, a blue light-gated cation channel. When expressed heterologously, blue light application within a few MS induced depolarization of cultured mammalian neurons to trigger AP-driven synaptic transmission, and an intact C-elegance, even behavior, could be induced. Many labs have adapted CHR2 to interrogate circuit behavior relationships in diverse model organisms. By turning off illumination, the neural excitation is rapidly terminated. Thus, CHR2-based optogenetics is highly reversible. Beside excitation, inhibition informs about the function of neurons within circuits. Several silencing strategies using genetically encoded tools with different biophysical properties were developed over the past circa 15 years. Light-activated ion pumps in channels enable reversible hyperpolymerization of neurons in milliseconds, thus resulting in suppression of neural activity with high spatial and temporal resolution. However, many of these tools exhibit a decline in efficacy when stimulated over prolonged periods. The inhibitory reaction of anion channelrhodopsin ACR depends on membrane potential and the chloride gradient, which may be exhausted during prolonged applications. In synaptic terminals, due to the specific chlorium gradient, ACRs can cause depolarization instead of hyperpolarization. More recently, light triggered G-coupled receptors. GPCRs activating G-alpha-IO pathways were established for silencing. Compared to ion channels, GPCR signaling to downstream inhibitory components is of slower onset kinetics. When GPCRs are to be used in a new cell type, G-protein coupling specificity may require reconfirmation. As an alternative to ionotropic or metabotropic silencing, other tools were developed that damage or degrade proteins essential for synaptic release. Minisog produces reactive oxygen speeches upon blue light stimulation, and these radicals oxidize susceptible amino acids such as cysteine, histidine, methionine, tryptophan, and tyrosine. When Minisog is attached to synaptic vesicles, proteins like synaptobrevin, VA, MP2 or synaptophysin SYP1 application of blue light for short periods seconds to minutes leads to the inactivation of the snare complex or other components of the synaptic vesicle fusion machinery this is reversible however only at our time scale as it requires de novo protein synthesis also generation of damaging radicals has off target effects on other proximal synaptic proteins and also on proteins in the secretory pathway. Therefore, longer-lasting effects on synaptic strength and neural cell biology are conceivable but not well understood. To avoid off-target effects, a photosensitive degrun PSD was adapted for applications in the nervous system. The PSD enables the degradation of specific proteins triggered by light. Fused to synaptic proteins, it allows higher precision for targeting of the damaging effects on single synaptic protein species. Light-induced degradation of synaptogamine 
SNT1 resulted in inhibition of neurotransmission to an extent comparable to Minisog. However, this approach works only in the absence of endogenous SNT1, or the PST must be inserted in the genomic locus. Another approach targeting the snare complex is photoactivable botulinum neurotoxin, PABONT, which cleaves VAMP2 in a light-dependent manner. PABONT does not require constant illumination for long-lasting effects. Yet, as for Minisog or PSD, reversibility through de novo protein synthesis takes up to 24 hours, while Minisog requires more some minutes for full effect. PSD and PABONT are effective after 30 to 60 minutes stimulation, and thus the onset is rather slow. Hence, there is still a demand for silencing tools that do not damage cellular proteins or alter cellular biochemistry, work with comparably high spatial and temporal position, with onset on recovery kinetics relevant for synaptic transmission and behavior, and with sustained silencing qualities. Since the SV cycle and chemical synaptic transmission require mobilization and moving of synaptic vesicles towards the active zone AZ membrane, sequestering of synaptic vesicles may inhibit synaptic transmission. This might be achieved via light-induced protein clustering, Arabidopsis thaliana cryptochrome 2, CRY2, which can undergo light-dependent D or oligomerization, is the most widely used cryptochrome in optobiological studies. Simulation of CRY2 with blue light induces homologamization or heterodimerization with the cryptochrome interacting basic helix loop, helix protein 1, CIB1. These interactions were mapped to the photolyase homology region, PHR, containing the chromophore fat. Thus, like other dimerization tools such as ILID or magnets, CRY2 can act as a light-inducible dimer. However, it can also act as a single component system. Previous studies utilize CRY2 heteromerization to trap target proteins into complexes using light. This light activated reversible inhibition by assemble trap lariat was recently used to interfere with synaptic transmission by targeting VAMP2. The authors suggested that they approach inhibit synaptic transmission by blocking the synaptic vesicle release machinery, IA, somewhat similar to the PSD and Minisoc approaches. However, the homo-oligomerization properties of CRY2 may enable cross-linking of synaptic vesicles already before they reach the PM thus inhibiting synaptic transmission. Furthermore, such an approach may allow investigation of various aspects of the synaptic vesicle cycle. If synaptic vesicle mobilization from the RP or the transport to the AZ is inhibited. Here we use the variant CRY2, CRY2 OLIC535 combined with the homo-oligomerization inducing mutation E490J as well as a truncation that reduces dark activity infused to the synaptic vesicle protein synaptogerin SNG1, a tetraspan vesicle membrane protein 
They sealed it OptoSync, a tool for optogenetic synaptic vesicle clustering. By behavioral and electrophysical assays, we show the OptoSync can efficiently inhibit synaptic transmission in different subtypes or neurons of C. elegans within seconds, allow for long-term silencing for several hours and can recover in the absence of light within minutes. Furthermore, OptoSync allowed abolishing escape behavior in zebrafish and effectively eliminated synaptic transmission in murine hippocampal neurons. By electromicroscopy, we demonstrate that synaptic vesicles show marked clustering in response to light activation. Thus, OptoSync blocks synaptic transmission, at least in part, by impeding synaptic vesicle mobility. Results Development of OptoSync, an optogenetic tool for synaptic vesicle clustering. To interfere with synaptic transmission by synaptic vesicle clustering, we first tried a lariat-based approach, utilizing the heterodimerization of CRY2 with its interaction partner CIB1. Synaptogerin is an abundant synaptic vesicle protein whose loss of function neither results in major defects in synaptogenesis nor neuron activity in C. elegans. Functions in clarithrin-independent endocytosis were observed, but only in combination with other mutations. Therefore, SNG1 can serve as an inherent anchor to touch proteins to the SV as we did previously for PABONT. Enhanced CRY2 variants with C-terminal change alteration, e.g. E490G, promote light-induced homologamization. This tool was termed CRY2 OLIC. Truncation, as in CRY2535, improves expression and reduces self-association in the dark. We fused CIBN, the N-terminal portion of CIB1, tagged with GFP to SNG1 perineuronally and expressed an M orange 2 tagged CRY2 OLIG535 in the cytosol. This design resembles the recently reported OptoV trap. Blue light illumination 470 nanometer should activate the PHR domain of CRY2 including dimerization, thus trap, synaptic vesicles in clusters and inhibit neurotransmission. We tested this by swimming behavior, which is sensitive to malfunction of the motor neurons. However, even prolonged illumination, 15 minutes, did not alter swimming. Thus, the lariat approach appears not to work in C. elegans. We therefore turned the homo-oligomerization of CRY2. Though this mechanism is complex and only partially characterized, many CRY2 optogenetic tools rely on it. We fused CR2 OLIG535 to the C-terminus of SNG1 and introduced the construct, hereafter termed OptoSync. In CNG1 OK234 null mutants, expressing it from a panneuron promoter. Light application used oligomerization may trap synaptic vesicles in clusters or block release sites in the PM, thus perturbing neural activity one way or another. 
to explore this, we recorded swimming cycles under dark and light conditions. Activation of optosync nearly abolished swimming behavior within the first 20 seconds after light expulse. Application of further light pulses maintained the inhibition of swimming cycles for minutes. After illumination, animals recovered normal swimming behavior within 15 to 20 minutes. This indicates that the optosync construct returned to the dark state, likely releasing synaptic vesicles from putative clusters. Optosync can be used repeatedly for an activation recovery of neural activity. We characterize optosync efficacy under different illumination protocols and light intensities. Using continuous versus pulsed light slightly increased the speed of the effect on swimming behavior. When we reduce the light intensity from 0.1 milliwatts to 1.4 microwatts, it affects the volt more slowly and continuous illumination was more efficient than a single light pulse. A light attrition curve showed that 4.3 to 6.5 microwatts were sufficient to achieve maximal effect with four pulses of light. To facilitate visualization of the synaptic vesicle cloud via optosync, we inserted the fluorescent protein between CNG1 and cryo 2 alg 535 However, this reduces functionality by 50%. In some optosync, is a highly sensitive tool that inhibits locomotion within 10 to 20 seconds after light stimulation, likely by activating synaptic transmission and recovers within 15 to 20 minutes in the dark. Optosync photoactivation can alter behavior within seconds. Optosync activation inhibits locomotion, likely by blocking synaptic vesicle mobility and or fusion. Since analysis of swimming behavior requires at least 10 to 20 seconds of data, it is not suited to precisely determine how fast the sink may act. We thus also analyze crawling locomotion speeds. The short wavelength photoreceptor LIT1 mediates an escape response, which results in increased crawling speeds upon illumination. We analyzed animals expressing up to sink, non transgenic wild type, and SNG1. OK234 were used as controls. Transgenic animals are in SNG1 OK234 background, unless otherwise stated. To evoke a robust escape response, we eliminated animals with blue light pulses. Crawling speeds of wild type and SNG1 OK234 animals rapidly increased by circa 60% within 5 seconds and decayed again after the light was turned off. However, animals expressing optosync were unable to accelerate. Already the response to the first light pulse was larger to unweighted, and speed did not increase. Also for subsequent stimuli, while non-transgenic animals always markedly increased their speed. Light 1 CE314 animals, which are unable to detect light blue, did not show escape behavior. Thus, activated optosync likely inhibits the escape response instantly. When we escape, response was evoked to lower light intensity. Optosync activation increasingly decreased the basal crawling speed by circa 60%. To confirm that optosync expression has no adverse effect on behavior, we mutated the fat binding pocket of CRY2 at position D387A, rendering CRY2 photoinactive. Compared to SNG1 OK234 animals, 
animals expressing the resulting optosync DA responded similarly to the blue light pulses. Thus, expression of optosync does not per se affect synaptic transmission unless it is photoactivated. Optosync activating strongly decreases MPSC frequency and can reduce cholinergic transmission for hours. To more directly examine the effect of activated optosync on synaptic vesicle release, we recorded miniature postsynaptic currents MPSC, from muscle cells which are innervated by motor neurons expressing optosync. MPSC frequency was significantly reduced in response to optosync activation as compared to wild type. This indicates a rapid and robust decrease of synaptic vesicle fusion events upon activation of optosync, possibly by clustering synaptic vesicles. MPSC amplitude remained unchanged upon elimination. Since MPSC amplitude is determined by loading of synaptic vesicles with neurotransmitters and or by synaptic vesicle size, these results suggest the optosync has no effect on synaptic vesicle properties. Patch clamp recording of C. elegans must require dissection of the animal, and the preparation can be recorded reliably only for a few minutes. Therefore, the approach is not suited for analysis of long-term effects of optosync on cholinergic transmission and its potential for long-term inhibition. Thus, we used a pharmacological assay in intact animals. Incubating animals in the acetylcholinesterase inhibitor aldicarb causes accumulation of acetylcholine ACH, in the synaptic cleft, thus leading to progressive paralysis. We compared animals with and without panneuronal optosync, constantly stimulated with low-intensity light, or kept in the dark. Animals kept in darkness throughout the experiment were paralyzed at the same rate as non-transgenic controls, while animals kept without aldicab did not paralyze, neither in the dark nor when eliminated, for up to six hours. Blue light stimulated animals expressing optosync paralyzed significantly more slowly than controls, most likely due to inhibition of ACH release. In contrast, wild-type animals stimulated with blue light paralyze significantly faster than dark controls, likely due to the light E1 mediated escape response, increasing ACH release. Ultrastructure analysis in optosync synapses unravels light-induced synaptic vesicle clustering. The behavioral and physical effects of optosync activation could result from clustering of synaptic vesicles which may thus not be mobilized from the RP. Alternatively, proteins of the synaptic vesicle, particularly oligomerized SNG1CRY2OLIG535, may remain in the AIDS-8 membrane instead of being recycled by ultrafast endocytosis. This could prevent synaptic vesicle recycling or docking and priming of further synaptic vesicles during ongoing stimulation. To examine the mode of action of optosync in detail, we analyzed the ultrastructure of cholinergic synapses expressing optosync by serial section transmission electromicroscopy, TIM. Animals were illuminated for 5 seconds and high pressure frozen HPF 
25 second later to ensure maximum inhibition of synaptic transmission. Control animals were always kept in darkness. HPF samples were freeze substituted, stained and 40 nanometer thin sections analyzed. Plasma membrane, PM, dense projection, DEP, cytosolic synaptic vesicles, docked, tethered synaptic vesicles, dense core vesicles, DCVs, and large vesicles, LVs, were annotated using Synapse EM software. To explore whether synaptic vesicles became clustered, we quantified the distance of each synaptic vesicle to its nearest neighboring synaptic vesicle in the same micrograph. Photostimulated synapses showed significantly smaller nearest distances when compared to unstimulated controls. To exclude that these effects were overstimulated by analyzing individual synaptic vesicles, we also calculated the mean of the nearest distances by micrograph and per synapse. Both analyses confirmed that there is a significant decrease of distance between synaptic vesicles in the photostimulated samples arguing that synaptic vesicles became markedly more clustered by optosync. This occurs in addition to synaptic vesicle clustering in the RP, mediated by synapsin and the actin cytoskeleton. So far, we pulled the data for all synaptic vesicles, i.e. those in the RP, cytosolic, and those synaptic vesicles tethered and docked to the MP. When we restricted our analysis to the RP, we observed the same significant decrease of nearest synaptic vesicle distances following optosync activation, while distances of docked synaptic vesicles were not affected. To control for non-specific effects of light, i.e. in the absence of optosync, we also analyzed synaptic vesicle distances in non-transgenic SNG1 OK234 synapses, without and with light. No significant differences were observed, thus we conclude the optosync clusters, synaptic vesicles, specifically. Might stimulated optosync affect synaptic properties also due to protein aggregation in the synaptic vesicle or the PM? To this end, we assessed features such as MP circumference, length of the DP, synaptic vesicle diameter, or total synaptic vesicle number section. No differences of PM perimeter or DP length were observed in photostimulated synapses. However, the diameters of synaptic vesicles and DCVs were significantly larger after stimulation for optosync animals, but not for SNG1 or K234 controls. Our electrophysiology data did not indicate larger synaptic vesicle content, though possibly optosync clustering within single synaptic vesicles could alter the TEM appearance of the synaptic vesicle. Whether SNG1 is part of DCV is not known. The size of LVs remains unaffected by photostimulation, and the overall number of synaptic vesicles as well as the total number of docked synaptic vesicles was not significantly increased. Yet, when we analyzed the distribution of docked synaptic vesicles relative to the DEP, they showed a tendency of being depleted after optosync stimulation. However, this excluded those synaptic vesicles right next to the DEP, which were significantly increased after photostimulation. Controls 
possibly after illumination before freezing the samples, synaptic vesicles that were already docked could fuse, and as synaptic vesicles replacement from the RP stopped during this time, this caused depletion. At the DEP, some leftover, unclustered synaptic vesicles still docked, but then became trapped, instead of diffusing literally into the AZ membrane. We suggest that optosync blocks transmission by impeding synaptic vesicle replenishment from the RP, and that no major structure abnormalities are induced at the PM. However, mobility of synaptic vesicles along the membrane could become restricted by optosync activation. Optosync activation blocks escape behavior in larva zebra fish. We next tested the utility of optosync invertebrates using zebrafish transient expression of a construct comprising synaptophysine, GFP, and CRY2 oligo535, termed ZFI optosync, and the control of a 10 times UAS element in the pen neuronal TG113.2 GAL4VP16 driver line was observed in the spinal cord after 24 hours and 3 days post-fertilization. Larvae at 4 dpf were then subjected to swimming assays. In control larvae injected only with EGFP, blue light exposure caused escape behavior, i.e. an increased rate of swimming speed, which then levered off. In contrast, in larvae expressing the ZF optosync construct no increase in swimming speed could be observed, although they could swim normally before elimination. We further assessed neural activity of ZF optosync expressing larva using a touchy walk to escape assay after animals were eliminated for 5 minutes. Control injected larvae responded to touch by escaping, whereas larva expressing ZF optosync showed a significantly reduced response frequency. However, they were not unable to show escape, verifying that ZF optosync did not per se disturb neural activity or behavior. Thus, optosync can block synaptic transmission in motor neurons and or upstream neurons to block evoked escape behavior in zebrafish. Optosync activation attenuates the synaptic vesicle cycle in murine hippocampal neurons. We also tested whether optosync functions in mammalian neurons. We expressed a construct of mammalian synaptophysin SYP fused to the pH sensitive fluorescent protein M orange without and with CRY2 olic535, termed mammalian optosync M optosync, and stimulated synaptic transmission by 40 APs. As previously reported, we observed a transient increase in M-orient fluorescence due to the fusion of synaptic vesicles and exposure of the synaptic vesicle lumen to physiological pH. Following the increase, fluorescence returned to baseline over the next 20 seconds due to SV endocytosis and reacidification. After elimination with a 488 nm LED for 30 seconds, M-orient sip Expressing neurons showed no change of fluorescence increase and recovery with 40 electrical pulses. However, in M optosync, neurons increase in M orange fluorescence was significantly attenuated. These experiments demonstrate that optosync can be used also in other 
organisms and cell systems and should be widely applicable tool for synaptic inhibition. Cell type specific inhibition by Optosync. Thus far, we used pan-neural expression of Optosync. Next, we asked if Optosync also allows inhibiting synaptic transmission in distinct neuron classes. We expressed Optosync in subsets of motor neurons using promoter specific for cholinergic PUNK17 and GABAergic neurons PUNK47. Expression and activation of Optosync in cholinergic neurons significantly reduced swimming cycles during light stimulation, which recovered within 15 minutes after switching off the stimulation. These effects were similar as for pan-neuron expression, however the animals did not slow down as much. Inhibition of GABAergic neurons by Optosync had less effect, though the reduction of swimming cycles was still significant. Blocking of GABA neurons recovered similar as in pan-neuron stain. We wondered if simultaneous expression of Optosync in and inhibition of cholinergic and GABAergic neurons would be addictive. However, swimming cycles were not any further reduced. Thus, it is likely that the maximal effects we observe by pan-neural expression correspond to additive effects of cholinergic motor neurons and upstream pro-motor interneurons. For maximal efficiency, Optosync should be expressed in SNG1OK234 background, such that the proteins do not compete with endogenous SNG1 for incorporation into SVs. Activated Optosync blocks transmission from the single nociceptor neuron PVD. Finally, we explored whether Optosync can affect synaptic transmission in a single neuron pair. To this end, we expressed Optosync along with Crimson, a red light activated channel rhodopsin in the nociceptive PVD neurons. Activation of Crimson induces rapid forward escape behavior and therefore strong increases the crawling speed. Concomitant activation of Optosync may thus cause an attenuation of these escape behavior. We compared animals expressing Crimson and Optosync in PVD to animals expressing only Crimson before and after applying blue light and prior to red light stimulation. Though Crimson is primarily activated by red light, it also shows some response to blind light. Therefore, some pre-activation of crimson occurred with the blue light poles used to trigger Optosync. This pre-activation did not affect the consecutive activation by red light, and thus the velocity increase of animals expressing Optosync in crimson was significantly inhibited compared to the controls without Optosync, or without blue light. To optimize this experiment, we tested at which blue light intensities Optosync activation would not evoke activation of PVD crimson. This was the case at less than 25 microwatts. The readers repeated the above experiment, verifying that a single neuron pair can be specifically photo-inhibited using Optosync. In sum, Optosync is a highly sensitive optogenic tool for spatial temporal and cell-specific inhibition of synaptic transmission with fast onset and recovery. Discussion In this work we present the development of new optogenetic tool, Optosync, for light-induced neural sinusing in vivo. 
within the streets, it's functioning various neuron types of C. elegans in the zebrafish nervous system, as well as in murine hippocampal neurons. CRY2 homo-oligomerization, a modality that's utilized mainly for induction of signaling pathways by protein-protein interaction, was used to trigger formation of synaptic vesicles clusters, as evidenced by electromicroscopy. This way of seeing activation efficiently inhibits the release of neurotransmitters within 20 seconds and, in the dark, defects recovered within 15 minutes as we showed by behavioral, pharmacological and electrophysical studies. By specific expression, optocin can selectively interfere with activity of neuron subtypes and even single neuron pairs. Optocin is a fully reversible optogenic tool for inhibition of synaptic transmission that does not depend on membrane currents, metaprotropic changes or induced protein damage. Among such inhibitors, it is, to our knowledge, the fastest available. CRY2 was targeted to the SV by fusion to SNG1, an integral synaptic vesicle protein of high abundance, which increased the chains of efficient clustering of synaptic vesicles. SNG1 is not required for synaptogenesis or neural activity, and functionally optocin is inherent in the dark as we further showed by mutating the fat binding pocket of CRY2, we noted that SNG1 OK234 mutants differed from SNG1 CRY2 OLIC535 expressing animals in synaptic vesicle distances and diameters. The latter resembled wild type, thus arguing for rescue of these aspects by optosync. By electromicroscopy, we found evidence for synaptic vesicles moving close together as the average distances of neighboring synaptic vesicles decreased by 14%, an effect not observed in the absence of optosync. The nearest distance of neighboring synaptic vesicle membranes in the RP but not in the PM was reduced by activated optosync from around 10 nanometer to 5 nanometer. That this was not zero distance may be due to the structure properties and size of CRY2 and its oligomers, likely limiting the minimal distance of neighboring synaptic vesicles. Had synaptic vesicle cluster formation occurred at the AZ, we would expect abnormal membrane structures and effective synaptic vesicle recycling should lead to increased formation of LVs. However, no such alterations were observed. We observed an accumulation of docked synaptic vesicles right at the DEP, while other docked synaptic vesicles were depleted following optosync activation. Thus, most likely synaptic vesicles in the RP form clusters and cannot be transported to the AZ, thus causing a stop of transmission. Interaction of synaptic vesicles through CRY2 oligomers seems not to prevent docking. In optogenetically hyperstimulated synapses, we previously observed that synaptic vesicles became replenished along the PM and only at late times also reappeared at the DP. Thus, newly docked synaptic vesicles diffuse laterally into the AZ membrane until this pool is refilled and only then become observable at the DEP in EM snapshots.
In OptoSync stimulated synapses, the new free synaptic vesicles that remain may dock at the DEP, but then be prevented from lateral diffusion, possibly by OptoSync aggregates in the PM. In zebrafish, panneurally expressed ZF OptoSync allowed blocking escape behavior. While we cannot conclude where in the escape circuits the blockade occurred, the experiments demonstrate abolishment of the otherwise evoked behavior. In cultured neurons, activation of M optosync effectively blocked synaptic transmission after 30 second illumination. This approach may be compared to the recently described OptoV trap using a bipartite lariat approach. The M optosync we described here appears to be faster, though to firmly conclude this, identical experiments need to be performed side by side. To characterize the dynamics of optosync activation on synaptic transmission, we measured behavior phenotypes. Activation of optosync impaired swimming, behavior by 80%, which could be maintained for as long as illumination was applied. Judging by the inhibition of photophobic behavior, Optosync may affect transmission already after the first 2-3 seconds of illumination. By electrophysiology, the maximum effect developed over 1 minute. Yet, it is unknown how basal activity of the NMJ in dissected animals compares to activity during locomotion in an intact animal and whether MPSC rate linearly translates into locomotion speed. In intact animals, inhibition of upstream interneuron actively likely increases the effect on behavior. In dissected animals, interneuron-motor neuron connections may have been served, thus possibly delaying optosync effects. Depending on the assay and on cell type, optosync works with different performance. It mediates neural silencing at very low light intensities, Swimming is decreased by 80%, MPSC frequency by 60%, and photophobic escape behaviors almost completely blocked. However, when expression was restricted to cholinergic GABAergic neurons only, its effects on behavior were less. PVD cells' escape speed was reduced by up to 50%, thus, effects seem additive if more neurons of a circuit are involved. CRY2 clusters were described to be dynamic, possibly expanding remaining neuroactivity during blue light illumination. We recommend using an SNG1 mutant background since expression of optosync alongside endogenous SNG1 reduced its efficacy, likely due to reduced incorporation into synaptic vesicles. However, this depended on neuron type and did not affect efficiency in cholinergic neurons. Optosync is more efficient than other tools designed to inactivate neurotransmitter release by targeting SNAP proteins such as Minisog, InSync, PSD or PABONT, particularly with respect to the fast action and recovery. These approaches affect protein degradation or inactivation and are reversibly only by the de novo synthesis. Minisog in sync reduces swimming behavior of C. elegans and can be used in single neurons. However, inhibition takes several minutes to build up and continues after the end of the light pulse. Inducing damaging radicals comes with off-target effects that can have unknown long-lasting outcomes. 
PSD and PA BONT action reduced swimming behavior in sea elegance by 60 to 70 percent, but require almost one hour. In comparison, optosync is more efficient, acts immediately, can be sustained for several hours with no known off target effects with fast reversibility. Optosync is much slower compared to light driven hyperpolarizing ion pumps or anion channels. Yet, as these can inactivate during prolonged illumination, optosync is advantageous in long term applications. Light gated anion channels rely on chlor gradient, which can pose problems, e.g., in synaptic terminals. When we use ACR2 in cholinergic neurons for swimming inhibition, a rebound effect occurred, i.e., animals swam faster than before the inhibition for up to 90 seconds, possibly an aberrant neural chlorum gradient altered during photoactivation needs to be dissipated before normal locomotion resumes. The recently developed OptoV trap based on a Laureate approach uses heterodimerization of CRY2 with CIB1, a similar approach i.e. expressing suitable CRY2 in synapses and targeting CIBN to synaptic vesicles membranes by SNG1 could not reduce synaptic transmission in C. elegans. Optavi trap targets VAMP, therefore blocking snare complex formation, is the likely reason for inhibition, while optosync clusters SVs. Thus, the tools are complementary. However, optosync may additionally enable investigation of different synaptic vesicle pools and individual steps during the synaptic vesicle cycle, as well as dynamics of synaptic vesicle mobilization. While OptoV trap requires expression of two proteins, OptoSync is functional as a single tool. As we show here, also works in zebrafish and murine hippocampal neurons. It should thus be transferable to further animal models, and the low light intensities needed for OptoSync may facilitate applications also deep within tissue. OptoSync is a tool for silencing as well as for studies of the dynamic interplay between synaptic vesicle spools. Furthermore, it may allow blocking transmission of neuropeptides or neuromodulators from dense core vesicles. Last, in neurons they release different transmitters, i.e. containing distinct synaptic vesicle neurotransmitter transporters. One type of synaptic vesicles may be specifically clustered by optosync, while others remain unaffected. Thank you for listening to this article. Please do follow me on Twitter, Pub Reading, and on all other podcast platforms.